0: we're going to have a series of readings and video clips opportunities for you to discuss together some of the ideas and then to, uh, we're going to have all of that to think about Christmas from the point of view of different characters the first reading is taken from luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 28 in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, Nazareth a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you.
1: Twas just a little earlier. God sent his angel down to see a girl named Mary in a quiet, humble town. So Gabriel took a non-stop flight to the land of Galilee with a note tucked tight beneath his wing marked Special Delivery. Now angels rarely choose to knock, so right inside he flew.
2: Excuse me, miss. God sent me with a message just for you. <clears throat> Blessed Mary, full of grace, the Lord has picked no other. God's son is coming down to earth, and you will be his mother.
1: It seemed a little strange, but she spoke back to the light.
3: I will be his mother? That simply can't be right. I'm sorry to seem doubtful. I don't mean to disagree. Are you sure you have the right address? Why would the Lord pick me?
2: I know this is confusing, but that's just the way life goes. The answer to your question is, heaven only knows. Although the things I'm saying sound impossible to you, it won't be long before you see there's nothing God can't do.
3: Well, then I'll keep the faith, since you're certain I'm the one. Let these things be as you say. The Lord God's will be done.
0: Mary. So it's time for you to just talk in your family groups and people next to you. Don't, you don't need to move around, but can you have a discussion together and have a, a think and use your imaginations and just say to each other what was the cost of Christmas for Mary? Okay, off you go. Did you have some good ideas? You did? Well, I'm going to ask Pippa what you thought. Are you ready?
4: When I was reflecting on this, I I'm, was reflecting how much time Mary didn't have, really, to think about it. But for me, the main bits were that she was at risk of losing a lot of things from her family and the risk of Joseph not marrying her to the, whole of the rest of her plans and her ideas for her life and the life of her children because suddenly this had all been turned upside down. And it wasn't her life anymore, it was what God had brought into her life that would now take over. Thank you very much. The second reading comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 21. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. because what she has conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins.
1: Just a few nights later, God's light gently streamed across the face of Mary's guide. As he sweetly dreamed. Joseph, I
2: assure you, what you've heard is true. She will be his mother, but he'll need a father too. Folks will call him lots of things, like names that mean God with us. He will call you Mom and Dad,
1: and you will call him Jesus. Joseph woke up from his dream and did as Gabriel had said. He went to visit Mary and soon the two were wed
0: so what do you think the cost of Christmas was for Joseph off you go again again I hope you had some good ideas there about what the cost was for Joseph Pete
3: born in Bethlehem He lived in Nazareth, a godly man. Some called him the stepfather of Jesus. Clearly, he found the conception of Jesus difficult. He was a man that heard from God and acted in obedience, setting aside his original hurt and even disbelief at the coming birth of Jesus Christ and hearing from God's angels in dreams. Joseph isn't commented much later on in the Bible. But clearly in a society where man was valued higher than woman, he had to set aside his own self. Nearly always Jesus was known as the son of Mary. So my assessment of Joseph is, Joseph set aside self for God's will.
4: The third reading today comes from Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 and 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we have come to worship him.
1: Looking up, we saw the star shining in the west, way beyond us far, and to the earth it gave great light. And so we continued both day and night. One, two, three little sheep. Suddenly, I realized we had fallen asleep. The clouds had rolled in as we'd taken our rest, blocking the sun. Uh,
2: Wait, which way's west?
1: (laughs) Then cresting the hill, we found a surprise. For there lay a city right in front of our eyes. It's magnificent!
5: Regal! So shiny and pretty!
1: Excuse me, kind sir, what's the name of that city? Our faces lit up, as the Good Shepherd told, Jerusalem's the name of the
6: place you behold.
1: Now, knowing the name of our grand destination, we thanked him and raced off without hesitation. There was no big to do when we walked through the gate. Maybe we're yeah. early. I just hope we're not late. <clears throat> we three men of Orient are. Bearing gifts we've traversed afar. Over field and fountain. Moor and mountain. Following yonder star. But instead of the king, we met with confusion. Maybe it's heat
2: stroke or a delusion. A new king is coming!
6: (gasps) Then everyone fled. Well, that was odd. Was it something I said?
5: Um, When I was asked to reflect on this, I thought it was quite an obvious passage, and I was a little bit disappointed. But then, like many things in the Bible, the more you think about them, the more you realise there are depths hidden in there. Because the three wise men, kings, magi, whatever you want to call them, gave gifts, gold, frankincense, myrrh, And it's easy to focus on the monetary value of such gifts. And if you think about it, it's very easy for rich people to give gifts, which are quite rich. It's very straightforward for people like me to donate 50 quid to something overseas by just pressing a button on the computer. But the cost to these guys was much more significant. They gave up their comfort to travel far. And when we say far, we don't mean like from here to Cornwall or to Scotland. They travelled journeys which would have taken several months. They gave up their safety because they must have lived in relative security to be able to be astronomers. And the journey in those days was dangerous and wild. And they gave themselves to this risk, to travel. And I think the most important thing that struck me was that they also gave up their pride. You know, these will have been important men and yet they were content to stand in a queue with shepherds and kneel down to a baby king in a stable. They were prepared to worship the king of kings. And I feel that, in some sense, the effort they put into serving the Lord is something that we all could take some hints from in the coming year. So that's what I thought.
0: Thank you very much. Um, could you, would you like to discuss again? I, I wonder... What gift you would bring to the baby Jesus? Okay, what gift would you bring to the baby Jesus? Alright then, maybe I could draw you back again? You're bursting to tell me, aren't you? Okay. Come on then girls, what did you think?
1: Love and
0: hope. Oh, I like that. Love and hope is... Our next reading is taken from Luke, chapter 2, verses
4: 8 to 12. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger.
1: It was getting quite late. It was just past ten o'clock as nearby shepherds were tending their flocks. First, Gabriel spoke.
2: You have nothing to fear.
1: Then the choir joined in. Do you hear what I hear?
2: My friends and I have been heaven sent to welcome you both to tonight's big event. God's son has been born, and he'd like you to go see for yourselves so that others might know. What a great honor. We'd love! to be there. But, as you can see, we have nothing to wear. The Lord doesn't care if you're shepherd or sheep. The Lord doesn't care if you're mighty or meek. Because your God loves you, he's sending his son,
1: not for rich or for poor, but for everyone. Then wishing them peace and a world of goodwill, he left them in awe. Atop of their hill. They straightened their robes, they were very excited.
2: Who would have imagined that we'd be invited? Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plain.
6: I'm a a first century Jewish shepherd, um, and I'm here to reflect a bit about what it cost me to be there uh, that night. And and first of all, near enough cost me my job uh you know the angels appeared and we just left 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 the flocks up there just like that didn't even think about it when when you see light like that from the angels you don't hang around so we just left the sheep there and then when when we got there it, it pretty much cost me my my whole identity you know they used to say that you know a piece of bread is really stale when even a shepherd won't eat it and i i can't get to the temple to make myself right with god I smell i 've got cheap tastes, um, and people think i 'm worthless and, and after a while, when you hear something often enough, you start to believe it yourself and Before that night, I did believe that I had no value. I believed that you know, god didn 't have any interest on in me, and i didn 't really have any part to play in, in god 's story and you know I thought well leave leave God to, to the priests and and, and people who are important. I didn't think God would have any interest in, in a, a stupid, worthless shepherd like me who doesn't even know how to read and write. But then it all changed when I actually went to see Jesus. And when I fell on my knees and I, I looked in that baby's eyes, I realized God asked me to greet the King of all creation. Me. He didn't, he didn't ask famous and important people. He asked me. And God, God welcomed me that night, and I realised that actually I have massive value. Um, and God welcomes all of you too. And so my question for you really is, you know, who have you got to know this year, and, and how, can, how, can you make me, how can you make them feel as welcome as God made me feel that night?
0: So, off you go. The Christmas story is about welcoming new people. Who have you got to know in the last 12 months? Thank you very much. Thank you. If I could draw you back.
1: startled by the sight, for starlight bathed a stable on that silent, holy night. All those months, we thought we'd find a king of wealth and might. But in that blessed moment, we three wise men saw the light. poor and out-of-towners too he came for all the moms and dads he came for kids like you
0: that they would find a king of wealth and might. We sang earlier with the down-to-earth song how he could have come to earth and had a palace and lots of servants. We perhaps would expect the Son of God to be like that. But Jesus came as a helpless babe. And he was born into an ordinary working-class family without privilege, And as we know, he grew up. He became a carpenter. And I don't think that was an easy life. And then he spent several years teaching the people about his Father God and his kingdom before dying on a cross for us and rising again on the third day so that we can be friends with God forever. This, this is the cost of Christmas. He came at great cost to himself and at great cost to his father. Jesus came at great cost to Mary and Joseph and to the shepherds and the magi, the wise men. He came to be Emmanuel, which means God with us. He came for both the rich and poor, and out of towners too. He came for all the mums and dads. He came for kids like you. We're going to pray together now. You've been given two gift tags each. If you don't have two gift tags, could you put your hand up and a pen or access to a pen and we will bring gift tags and pens to you. On the first gift tag, it would be lovely if you could write or draw something from this year that you are thankful for. On the other one, would you like to write or draw something that you want God for you, a dream if you like, for this next year, 2015? When you've done that, before you move from your seats, can I ask that you tie a knot in the top of the gift tag? And then we would lo- love it if you would come and add them to the tree. And because it's quite a lot of us, it might be sensible to come up this way, put them on the tree, and go out of that door and come back in, just to help the flow of people. If you'd all like to take your seats again. And then can you just find your quiet space? Father God, we thank you for this last year and everything written or drawn here on our gift tags and in our hearts. Thank you that you are Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you that you gave up everything to come to earth as a baby and to grow up to give your life on the cross so that with God forever. We give you our hopes and dreams for 2015. All that is written or drawn here and things perhaps unspoken in our hearts. Thank you that whatever happens this year, you are God with us, Emmanuel. Amen.